Fisherman's view on life. How y'all doing tonight? <clears throat> I had a bunch of relatives shoot me some hellos, so I'm going to call them out. And I'm hoping on hope we connect tonight. Where are you, family? All right. So I have my cousin Angela. Let me see where she at. Angela. Where might you be? All right. Let me see where she at. She's in Arizona. Angela. <clears throat> Let me see. We chatted. She's Angela Knight. We chatted via text. And I told her hello. She said hello back. And I said, hope all is well. This is awesome. Then I told her we related on my mom's side. So. <clears throat> Let me see. Yeah. So we related on my mother's side. And uh, she asked, where's your mom is from? And I told her any of her family's names. I said, we're from South Carolina. We're from a, a town called Leeds in South Carolina. We were raised in Union County. So now I'm going to text her until I'm live. Live now, so ask some questions. We don't have to be on the radio. Just text. Yeah. And she's my, who that? She's my fourth cousin on my mother's side. And she's out there in Arizona. About 95% Caucasian. She's 97% Caucasian. And we share that 11.9% of European ancestry that's on my side. And we got, um, she got seven tenths of a percent <clears throat> of Sub-Saharan African. And I got 86%. So I'm way African. So that's how we are connected there, cousin. That's how we connected. Angela Knight in Arizona. All right. Let me see what message she sent me. I think that's just a repeat. Yeah. Yeah. So, me and Angela. Excuse me. I think she just sent me another message.
No, it's just behind. <clears throat> but anyway, <clears throat> I have my Samantha Osborne. Talked about her yesterday. Let me see if I can get McCarlin to come up. Darling. See, I got to go through all of this. How you doing, Tammy? Got to go through all of this just to get to one person. I'm going to go with Marissa Kelly. She hasn't said anything. She's in Sarryville, Tennessee. She's my fifth cousin. Out there in that part of town. Who is this capable God? How you doing, capable God? Let me see where, am I following you? I'm going to follow you now. As long as you don't trip. How you doing? How you doing? I sent you an invite there, capable. See how you're doing today. You're on speaker. Hello. I had you as a speaker. You gonna come up? You know how to do it? You're not coming in. You're not connected. <clears throat> you got to go. I'm going to invite you again. See, I'm going to invite you, but you got to accept the invite. Then you can call in. You're not on speaker. You didn't get accepted. <clears throat> Try again there, capable. You gotta somehow like connect because you're not connected. I don't hear anything. I invited you, hello. See? You're doing something wrong there, boss. Don't know what it is. Don't know what it is, but you're doing something wrong. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna send you the last invite. How you doing there, Badia? Badia? I don't know how to say it, Badia. I'm following you, inviting you as a speaker. You know how to do it? Love to talk to you there. Hello there, my dear. I hope you have a blessed day as well. Have you did the 23andMe genealogy thing? I have about 5,000 family members, 23andMe. You can call in. I didn't. I can invite you to be a speaker. Call in. Let's talk live. See that thing? Oh, okay. Maybe later. Yeah. I, 
Your call didn't come through there, capable. Let's try again. You're doing something wrong. Hey. Oh, okay. Hello. 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 Uh, this is you again. We can't we can't talk like that and be on my show, okay? Hello. Can't you hear he me? Yeah, I can hear you, but I think there's something a little off. Oh, okay. Why are you talking like that? Pardon? Talk say again. Say hello. Hello. Mm -hmm. Where you at? Please, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. So, what's the program about? The program is about hooking up with my 5,000 new family members I don't have. I didn't know I had. So, I did my genealogical test, and I found out I had that many families. So, I'm calling out the names all over the world. And uh, sometimes they call in. Sometimes people like you call in, and we chat about family, talk about where you're from, where you're at, where you're at in the world. Yeah. Huh? Hello? Hello? All this talking I did and you said hello? Did you hear anything I said? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. So, where you at? I'm in Ghana. Ghana. Okay. Please. And you? I'm in, I'm in Virginia. United States. Oh, okay. Yeah. Part of the United States. Virginia. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. You do a lot of travel? Um, kind of, but I don't have a ticket yet. <laughs> no, do you do any traveling? No, I'm just um, a student. Oh, you're a student? I got somebody else on here, too. Hey. Hey, F1 Grid, how you doing? F1 Grid, you out there? Hmm. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, the other guy ain't talking. So F1, I don't know what time it is, man. No, I can't hear you, F1. <clears throat> You're doing something wrong. Yep. So how you doing there, uh, Capable? Oh, my gosh, Grace, I'm good. And you? Mm-hmm. What type of work you do? I'm just a student. What you taking up in school? Accounting and accounts. Accounting? And accounts. And a who? Economics. Economics. Okay. No, I can't hear you, F1. 
Why I can't hear F1? You ain't connected to me somehow. Can you hear me? Check your mute and see if you got it on mute. Hmm. So what school you in? Capable, what school are you in? Oh, I'm in my third year in University of Ghana. Speak up. I can't hear you. I said I'm in my third year in University of Ghana. Mm. So what do you plan on doing when you graduate? Where you want to work at? Um, so after I'm done, maybe I'm looking forward to do my service. And then I take it from there. Mm. Yeah. That's good. So you like numbers, huh? Um, yeah, as compared to reading. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I like numbers as compared to readings. Mm. I can't do numbers. Yeah, it's more of Me and numbers aren't friends. Huh? Yeah, I said all my courses is more about numbers calculating and... yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what type of uh, work your family do oh my family your father and mother what do they do okay so my dad is a retired man of god and mm. my my mom used to do a little bit of petty trade but she has stopped. Yeah. Uh, so they are more. Of I family. hear you. So they are you from a big family? Uh, you from a big family? Brothers, sisters? Yeah, I have brothers, sisters. How many? I have a brother of four and a and a sister. Wow! So it's six of you. Yes, six of us. <laughs> right. Where you fall at in there? You the baby, you the oldest, what? Okay. Are you the oldest or the, the youngest in the middle? No, I'm I'm the last. You're the last. Yes, Okay. I got that I got somebody else trying to call in too. How you doing, F1 Grid? Can you hear me? I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me, Capable? Yeah, I can yeah, hear I can, you too. Yeah, I can still hear my and uh, I can still hear you. Yeah. Where you at? Uh, I'm, I'm calling from New Zealand, guys. You're calling from New Zealand? Wow. That's way over there. I think I have some family in New Zealand. Oh, nice. Where about? Yeah, I don't. I let me look on this thing. I got a map that shows all of my family members, and this is why I got this podcast because I I just found out that I have five thousand family members. Man. <laughs> Have you ever did a uh, genealogy test? No, I haven't. 
We could be cousins. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if uh, you my cousin, or if you know the person that's in New Zealand. <laughs> I gotta see how many how many I got loaded up. New Zealand ain't that big, is it? Is it populated? Five million population. Five million. Five, yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's pretty big. That's pretty big. I'm trying to get this map to show up. I gotta figure out where New Zealand is at on my on my map here. I got South America. I gotta go Asia, right? Down on the bottom. Down on the bottom. Auckland. I got Sydney, Australia. I'm in the area. Where am I? Huh? Keep going west. Uh, got, if, you, if you're in Australia, you're going to go east. Oh, I need to go east. Okay. <laughs> Auckland. Hold up. I went too far. Auckland's New Zealand. That's, that's New Zealand? Yep. Okay. I got one person there. Yeah, I got so a... Now, I'm on huh? the South Island. I'm on the South Island, so I'll be down towards Crosstown. We only got one person there, and his name is Dennis Flynn. He's my third cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. Wow. He's born in. He was born in uh, 1944. <clears throat> his connection is to Thomas Graham and Pearlie May Graham or Nee Peacock, apparently my paternal grandparents and one of their sons and Joseph Warren Graham, ex-sergeant, U.S. Army, 1944-1945. They come from Georgia, USA. And he's my fourth cousin. <laughs> you don't know him, do you? Dennis Flynn. <laughs> Put a put a family APB out. Call the cops and say, "Hey, do you know a Dennis Flynn? His cousin is looking for." <laughs> Call the cops. Do a do a wellness check. Shocking. <laughs> That's amazing. I can contact somebody and have a family member there as well. Absolutely amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What type of work you do? I'm in security. Oh, okay. So you can find out stuff. You, you, uh, uh, what's that? IT security or physical security? Uh, so IT is like I, I install cameras, alarms, access controls, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get um those cameras where you can just hook up to your to your iPhone and you can see your house. You can see around your house. You ain't got no wires. You know what I mean? Yeah, Wi-Fi cameras, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't want no wires. I want to be at work and be able to, to see it like my ring doorbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got um I I just quickly put up two cameras at my house. Uh they're not wireless, but they're running off my Wi-Fi network. So they yeah. put a switch switch them and they run through the switch. And uh, I've got an app running on my phone and I can log into the camera and What's going on? Yeah, I don't want to have a bunch of wires and a main system. 
I just want to hook up to the Wi-Fi and put it wherever you want to and hook it up to your iPhone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's much easier. Yeah, I ain't got time for all that other wiring and all that good stuff, man. Then paying a bill every month. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to add another bill. You know what I'm saying? I might have a girlfriend. <laughs> I have the equipment, so I, I, I just put it in. Uh, I hear you. Thing. I hear you. I hear you. How long you been doing that? Oh, man, probably 20 odd years. 20 odd years? Wow. Yep. I'm retired Navy. Okay, nice. Yeah. I've got a colonel friend that's uh, retired. retired colonel. Oh, yeah? Colonels are Army and yeah. yeah, Army and Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a retired uh, Colonel. I think he stays in uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Colonel you ever been to the states? Uh, yeah. No, I haven't. But my brother, my brother's in Canada. So oh, okay. Yeah, that's close enough. You can drive from Detroit to Canada, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it ain't no me. I'm planning to do a trip up there um, sometime. I'm just waiting for my other flight for residency in New Zealand. So as soon as that's all over and done with, uh, I'm planning a trip to the States. Oh, okay. I hear you. Yeah. I have never been to New Zealand. I, would, I went to Europe. Um, Middle East, um, Far East, and uh, the United States areas. I hit a bunch of the states, but I've never been to the uh, been to the uh, New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. I mean, it's it's pretty small. Like you know, you only got five million people in the whole country. In the, in the whole country. Hmm. Um, Expensive there? Is it expensive to live there? Um, it, it is. It is quite expensive. Like most guys say, if if you if you if you want to come to New Zealand to work for two years on a work visa and then make some money and go home, New Zealand's not the place to do it because it's too expensive to live here. Wow. But what type of what, what type of work do y'all have for the people? Because they're up here. In, in the area that I live in, we're, we're, we're what we call a uh, military town. So you always have qualified people coming in and leaving. Every two, three, four weeks, you're getting uh, 2,500 people leaving and 2,500 coming in to replace them. So, so, so the workforce is good, 
but the people have the advantage because they um, know they're going to get new good help next week. So they don't have to hire you. You know what I'm saying? And they don't have to pay you what you think you're worth because you was up in another place that wasn't a military town. You know what I'm saying? So you was making money in a non-military town. So now there's a non- there's a military town. You're gonna make less money. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's expensive, huh? Yeah. That's because they can just replace you. They know they, they can get someone else. You know. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that, man. So now, yeah. So now this is where this is where my podcast. And a call-in person like you that don't know me, but you're in the same town as a family member of mine. And if you could hook up with that family member, he might be needing a job, man. Or he can give you your next step. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. And it's all about connection. You know, you can have 50 degrees and nobody hire you because nobody know you. You know what I'm saying? But if you had that that one person. Now, my cousin, Dennis Flynn, that is in New Zealand. (laughs) And I am talking to a New Zealander. Figure the odds on that. So if if you ever meet him, you tell him his cousin... You talked to his cousin. <laughs> and he said networking is key. So if you have a job for for you, then uh, this is because of the network that we have. What's your real name? Uh, Gareth Jones. I'm sorry? Gareth Jones. Derek? Uh, Gareth, I'll, I'll put it in the chat. Um, well, okay. I'm Willie. That's easy to remember. Yeah, I've got a Welsh name. Oh, Garrett Jones. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm Willie. Plain old Willie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was born in a little hick town in South Carolina. And I joined the Navy when I was 18. And I retired in 2003. I went all over. I was in the Philippines, Thailand, Hong Kong, uh, Greece, Italy, Spain, Russia. Wow. I, I travel. I travel, man. Istanbul, Turkey. I put. I hit some part of Africa. And I can't even remember where it was, man. Oh, that's awesome, though. Yeah. Now, what I re- what I really want to do. <clears throat> I don't have a wife and kids, right? So, yeah. I, um, I am the last of my of my name. My father is a Harris, right? So I am the last son of the last son that carries the name Harris. I don't have any kids. Yeah. Well, you you should uh, you should carry the name on. Yeah. But I'm at 58 years of age now, and I'm afraid if I, I get somebody pregnant, it's going to be a slow kid or a hyperactive kid that got to be on medication because, you know, a couple of my sperm cells might be in there just on wheelchairs. You know what I'm saying? 
age limit. Everybody talk about a man can a man can make a baby at any age. Well, what the baby gonna be like? Huh? It's just a number, man. It's just a number. It's just a number. I was reading up on it, man. They said, hey, you you might you might give birth to something really really uh sick, you know. Nah, they, they can run some tests and check it out before, you know, before uh, the, the baby grows and, you know. Yeah. They, they can do all that yeah, I, I did this um, 23andMe DNA thing, and it gave me all of the variants of diseases and, and whatnots that I might carry. And uh, thus far, I'm like clean, man. But they didn't do no sperm count. <laughs> well, the prime part will be quite nice there, you know. Huh? The, the the trying part uh, should be quite quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, fifty three when I married a, a thirty year old. Okay. <laughs> Just a number, man. It's just a number. It's just a number. It's just a number. Yeah, I feel you. You got kids? I got two kids, yeah. Two kids, married? Uh, married, divorced, and I'm back together with the, the ex-wife. But we're not married again. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I wish I had some kids, man. This is why I did the 23andMe. I thought I, you know, I've been to all of those places, you know, Everybody loves sailors, you know what I'm saying? So I, I thought there was somebody out there going, my dad was a sailor. <laughs> and so, uh, you might have sailed huh? in every country you've been to. Yeah, I, that's what I was hoping I was wouldn't run into. But I was very friendly. You say hello to me, I'm gonna say hello back. You know. And that was a that was way young in the eighties when I joined. As time went on, you know, I, I had to just wave at a few people. <laughs> Cause as time went on, things changed, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, it I was. I wish I joined the army, but uh, yeah, but by the time I was of age to join the army in South Africa, the, the South African army was uh, gone. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, uh, wasn't going in a good direction. So I gave it a miss and, and went straight into work. Yeah. Wow. That's something. That's something. Yeah, I had to join because I, I, I hate school. Me and school are not friends because I'm looking at school going, you're teaching me something I can't make money with. Nobody is hiring in this subject. So chances yeah. are I'm going to have to sell some weed or my body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I, I didn't understand. You know, history, history is nice and, you know, it's educational, but what's it going to do for you in, in the working industry, right? That's right. That's right. I think every class you have, you should have a work class equivalent. So you should spend one week learning useless stuff <laughs> and then you should spend the next week learning uh, job related stuff because everybody needs a job man 
And I don't understand how you can go to school, graduate, and not have a job. Been in there for 12 years. 12 years they've been drilling you with stuff you don't need. And you graduate and you don't have a job. Your only alternative is to, is to continue with college, which is put you in debt. Right? The longer you stay in, the deeper the debt. Unless you got one of those smart kids and they got free ride. You know what I'm saying? But the average person graduate with forty, fifty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, uh, I've heard that. I mean, I, I went to a trade school, so I did my high school in, in a trade school. I learned how to how to work metal and weld and and all of that stuff. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I've never I've never used that trade, you know, in my working um, profession. I've, uh, I've always done something different, but I only did that trade because that's that's the only workshop that was available for me to do when I joined school. I uh, joined that, that trade school. So, um, even though you know I got I got like ninety eight percent for my workshop, I've never I've never got a job as a welder or a metal worker or anything like that. Wow! But at least you have the skill. If if you had nothing else to rely on. And, and they, you say, hey, man, they hiring over there as a metal worker and a welder. I can go get a job. That's a skill, right? Yeah. They can't take that from you. And every place you go to in the world, there's a metal worker and there's a welder. Absolutely, yeah. Right. So I went to, I went to the Dominican Republic, man, and I'm going, I should invest in doggone iron. Every hotel... Every house, every business had bars on the windows, had bars on the on the doors, had bars on the garage, had bars on the patio. It's like you was imprisoning yourself. Well, let me tell you something about South Africa. That's exactly how South Africa is. And um, in, in South Africa, your average home will have burglar bars on all the doors and windows. Um, it'll have an electric fence around around the premises. You'll have a, a, a automated gate, you know, so you open and close with with the remote, um, and cameras and alarms, you know, around the house. And that's your every wow. house. That's every house. Yeah. Holy cow, man! That's just a killer. You know, I was uh, I was in the barber shop my with my uh, brother-in-law. And uh, he was getting his hair cut. So me just sitting in the chair. I'm, I'm in, I'm in uh, Santo Domingo, right? I'm in Santo Domingo. He's in there getting his hair cut. And I decide to stand up and take two steps and be outside, right? And he jumped up out of that chair and told me to get back in here, man. Sit down. I'm like, huh? This is the capital, man. He's like, no, you just sit right here, man. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy, man. And I, I can't, I can't function like that. I told the wifey then. I said, this is the first trip. This is the last trip. I, I, I just can't deal like that, man. You know? Yeah. You know, you yeah, can't yeah. walk around. You can't walk the streets with a nice watch on or a ring. You get robbed. Yeah. 30, well, 30, minutes in, 30 minutes into your walking, you get robbed. 
Yeah, that, that's how it is in South Africa. Like, I, I was in my vehicle at a, at a, um, a red light, you know, waiting mm. to change green. And while I'm sitting there, the guys are, are opening up the back of my truck, trying to steal my tools. Um, so I had to just put the gas in and go through the red light, and the guy fell out the back. You know, try, and, and that's happened to me, man, four or five times. This happened to me at, at a red light, you know, or my, my daughter was sitting in the baby seat in the back seat, uh, watching videos on, on my cell phone, and I'm at, a, I'm at a red light. This guy just opens the back door, takes the phone out of her hand, and he, and he slowly just walks away. Like, wow. Um, you know, this is the kind of shit in South Africa that, that, that that's going on, you know, and it's unfortunately it's because of poverty. You know, there's, there's no work for everybody. There's poverty all over. There's high corruption. Um, and the guys are just reverting to, to violence and, and, Wow, that that is amazing. Yeah, you can't function like that. I I, I was just just blown away, man. I haven't been to many countries, right? Many countries, many countries, and uh, I've never really been afraid. I walked around in Europe. I was I was in Italy for two years. I hit all the little countries in Italy. Get on the train and go, just go and go, right? Little towns here and there, right? No fear. Yeah. Right? None. But over there in Santo Domingo, I was scared. Yeah. It wasn't just fearful, I was scared. Yeah, no, you, there's many there's many towns in South Africa, like um, little towns that you go to that well you'll feel exactly the same way. I mean, for someone that's that's lived there all their life and grown up there, you know, in their hometown and they feel like that. You know, there's certain streets or areas that if you go to, you know, you just you just feel scared. You know, a lot of the guys a lot of the people there, when they go to sleep, they they're petrified, you know, to go to sleep because there's so many heart breakings and, and violent crimes, you know, yeah, the farmers over there are having it difficult, ain't they? Yeah, no, the, the farmers are getting, you know, the, the farmers, there's a lot of farm murders there, but the, the bad thing about that is the, the, the way the farmers are getting killed is, is one of the bigger, you know, the, the bigger problem. Like, it, they pour kettle water down the farmer's throat, um, they, they put the kids in the microwaves or the ovens, you know, they rape the wives in front of the, in front of the, the husbands. Um, they, they put car tires around around uh, the land and they set them on fire. You know? And and this is all recorded. Um, you know, this is stuff you can look up on the news. You know, that's fact. Wow. That's like very violent hate crime. Yeah. Wow, uh, man. <clears throat> I'm I'm just amazed, man. But yeah, the the, the world is uh, full of surprises, man. You, you, you yeah. people don't realize, you know, I, I'm I'm African American, right? In America, isn't the greatest place for African Americans, all right? This is still 2022. There's areas I can't go into without having that same type of fear. You know what I'm saying? Just because of color of my skin. So it's just, it's just yeah, it is, it is. Because I would, I was a military man. I served for 22 years in the military. So I put my life online for bigots, man. Yeah. That don't make no sense, do it? Yeah. 
Yeah. The Man. No, they only trigger happy with one color, you know. Everybody else, they even have it on the news. How did this man kill five people and walk out in handcuffs? And the last black guy didn't have nothing but a stick, got shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, you can't I, justify the actions. Nah, nah, you know, and they wonder why people they wonder why people burn stuff up here in America. I can I can see why. You know, you blind. So we need to put some uh, light on the situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I've seen a lot of videos, you know, and and you're 100 right. You know, like um, the, the the cops will pick on on an African American guy, you know, or go to the extreme uh, with with one of one of them as opposed to a, um, a Caucasian guy or a black guy. You know. Yeah. It is amazing, man. It's amazing. They talk a they talk a Caucasian dude with a AK. They talk him. They talk him to put the gun down for two, three hours. But you won't get with a, a minute with a black guy with even the, the thought of having a gun. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's just bullshit, really. Yeah, and it just makes everybody just on edge. You don't need to be on edge. You know. I ain't got time. Yeah. I suppose to respect the law, appreciate what they do, and assist them if I need to. But when they're doing stuff like that, you got to look at them with a, on the side view, man. You got to go, hey, I ain't yeah. got time now. Nah. You know. Yeah. Is New Zealand a mixed country? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of immigrants here. Uh, and, and apart from the immigrants, like you, you've got the Kiwi, um, the Kiwi people, the Maori people, and then the rest of all immigrants. There's like, a lot of South Africans here, there's a lot of Asians here, a lot of Indians. Um, uh, there, there are some... Uh, uh, black folks here. Uh, I got some guys from Zimbabwe, uh, some guys from Ghana. Um, so, what's uh, the immigrants? It's a real mixed uh, race country. Oh, okay. Do the, do the nationals mind you intermixing? Uh, just say that again, sorry. Do the nationals. National New Zealanders, mind you, intermixing. Can you date them? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. I've, I've seen a couple. Like uh, I saw one today that a, a New Zealander, a, a lady, um, is married to a Chinese guy. Um, you know, she, she's she's a, a like a a, a pure-born, bred uh, Kiwi person, a New Zealander, mm -hmm. and she's got a Chinese surname. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I don't think they they mind too much. Um, I have met I have met a couple of uh, New Zealanders that don't like immigrants. You know, they're just very rude and they got no time mm. for them. But this country this country has I mean I'm surprised. You know, 
this country needs immigrants in order in, in their society because they don't yeah. have like uh, they don't have enough woodworkers they don't have enough electricians electricians and plumbers and roof workers right if they don't have immigrants they got no one to do the work um, wow wow no one no one here wants to do that work you know it's only the immigrants wow it's like the it's like the um the the, the south american uh uh immigrants that come to the states that pick all the the fruits and vegetables for all the markets do all of the slaughtering the cows the hogs and goats for markets that's done about that's done by about 85 percent immigrants that's exactly the same here in New Zealand. There's a lot of fruit picking here. And mm -hmm. um, like 80, 90 percent of, of the, the workers are all immigrants. Wow. But they treat the immigrants really they treat the immigrants really bad here, man. They don't have great housing for them. You can see some of the housing that they live in and you can go, holy cow, how is this even legal? How? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, they, they exploit them, um, you know, quite a lot. And, and the, yeah. the, sad, the sad thing, the thing is that the, the immigrants are so desperate and hard up for that money, you know, that they... Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the Asian countries, they might live off of $75 a year, man. Yeah. And you go over to another country and you're making... Three, four thousand. I don't know how they pay them over there, but if you're making ten or fifteen thousand dollars a year, and you can send about five thousand back to your family, they living like kings, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like that, that's mostly what the immigrants do. You know, they come here, they they live in poor conditions, um, send all their money back home, you know, so that their families can live, and uh, and and they just like watching this life, you know, the daily survival. Yeah. Wow. So it's basically the same all over, man. All the immigrants do here is just send their money back home. They got places in their languages that uh just strictly for them to send their money back home, man. Yeah, They start they, Yeah, they start businesses now. But the phones the 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 telephones is uh is um cutting half of it out but because they don't they, they can't get a bank account you know oh, so yeah. they yeah so they gotta they gotta send it to the stores you know yeah and they got yeah, the people and, that, and i'm sure they're getting exploited as well you know like this guy will do it for a fee or you know yeah um, yeah they'll tell the guy like um you know that you can only do it this way or and where yeah. Many options to go by, but you know, they get exploited. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing. Wow, man. Yeah, I would love to do some traveling now. Uh, since I retired, I can basically fly anywhere in the world for twenty five dollars. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and if I fly in the United States. All I have to pay is fifteen dollars. Yeah, okay, and that's all through the military. Yeah. Okay. And they, 
Yeah, and I go wherever the plane is. You know, the only the only drawback is I'm on standby. Oh, okay. Yeah, so somebody can bump me at the last minute. And I'm getting ready to get on the gate. They can go, oh, a military man got to get on this flight. Thank you. I go, okay. So you got to have the money to stay somewhere. You know what I mean? But you, you ain't spent but twenty five dollars, so you cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. I mean, that's pretty cool. That you know that they give you those, those like perks. You know? um, yeah. But I, I wish I, I would. Uh, huh? I've, I've heard that like the military folks, like you know, some of the guys that you know, like disabled vets and, and stuff like that, like they really got to fight to get their money out of the government. You know, it's not like an easy uh, process where where you get your money out. Yeah. Is that true? No, it's not a it's not a uh, easy process. What I did when I retired, they give me the money. So the thing I do to get my money is to not live crazy life, because you only have like a ten year life expectancy after you retire. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So the longer you live, the more benefits you get. <laughs> Cause he, what's, yeah. the, what's, the age, what's the age of retirement in the military? 41, 42. If you stay in 30 years, you retire at 50. Stay in 22 years, you retire at 41. Okay. You get a paycheck for the rest of your life. Huh? At, at, 41, at 41, you should still be okay to carry on, right? I mean, yeah, you can, I didn't retire twice. <laughs> but the thing is when you retire you're the only one retired you know what I mean yeah. your wife ain't your kids ain't your, your friends ain't so you basically if you don't go to work you go to a bar and drink yourself to death that's why you, you only have a 10 year life expectancy after the military Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because you're so bored. You would never, you would never gain the responsibility that you had in the military in the civilian world. Like I, I can drive any ship in the world, right? Wow. Okay. So now I get out of the military, I can still go and drive in the civilian world any ship, right? But there's less of a responsibility. All I'm doing is just driving, right? When I was in the military, I was the captain. Big difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. So, so, so now you get out with a 40-year-old brain, and you will never gain that responsibility ever again. And, uh, I mean, is, is it quite difficult to... You know, once you, you you get out the army to um, find a job, or you know, is it, is it quite difficult to adapt to civilian life? Or? Yeah, it's it's more difficult to adapt to civilian people, not just uh, to work, not just to work life, but the civilian people. Y'all have too many op options. So you grew up in like my father. My father has passed away. He passed away in '94. I'm still scared of my dad. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> right? So in the military, in the military, you're told what to do and you do it, right? Bam. In the civilian world, you're told what to do and you can decide whether or not you want to do it. And I'm going, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I don't understand this. It, 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 you got a, um, what is it called? HR. I didn't have an HR. I was the HR. Shut up, do it. You know? <laughs> and it don't work like that. Huh? Right. Right. And when I was, uh, <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a cosmetologist and a barber instructor. I teach people how to cut hair, right? Okay. And uh, I would tell them that I was retired military, and they would tell me. Well, this is not the military. You don't have to treat us like we're in the military. And I'm going, what do you mean? I said, in the military, they tell me what to do, and I have to get it done. So here it is in the school. I tell you what to do, and you tell me no. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> and listen, listen, listen. I would tell them. How do you expect to run your business when when you can't even follow instructions now? I mean, I'm here to tell you, you are a virgin hairstylist, right? Never done a roller set, never done a blow dry, never done a cut, never done a curl, blah, 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 right? And I said, okay, let's do it. They go... We ain't got to continuously do it. I said, well, you haven't perfected it. Well, huh? I, 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 well, no. And, and I still haven't adjusted. I just got fired from a school. <laughs> Listen, now. I got fired because the dude that I was trying to teach would not listen. And I would just go and hold up. You, I'm trying to show you, and you're giving me lip. So they cut the night class out, which cut my job out, and he graduated, and I got fired. <laughs> so, no, I haven't adjusted. And it's been 20 years, man. 20 years. Yeah, that, that's the problem. That's the problem with, like, civilian life, you know. All the men, all the men today are like fucking women. Yeah. You, you raise your voice to them and they're running. Yeah. Fly, you know? Yeah. And it was like that in the military, man. You couldn't raise Now you can't raise your voice to the people. I'm going, this is military. You need to shut the F up and do what I said. And we ain't, I don't care about your feelings. You know what I mean? You know, but but now, man, it's just sensitive, sensitive. You don't even know what to say to nobody. I think that I think the greatest eye-opening thing that happened was the pandemic. Now nobody wants to go back to work. They're creating businesses, man, at home. I'm doing podcasts. You know what I'm saying? If this kick off, I don't want to work no more. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's insane how everything's changed in the last two, three years. Yeah, two years, two, three, two and a half years, the world just did a 300. <laughs> 900, you know? And it's, it, yeah, it's, it's amazing, man. The young kids now, they don't even want to go to college. It's like, I can, I can get a job online. Well, I got to go to college. <laughs> I can do that shit at home. Yeah. 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 And there's a whole lot in this entertainment, man. They are doing a TikTok, tickety tuck, Instagram, food posting, body shaking, making money videos, man. I'm serious. The old people are the ones missing out. But you get that one old person that got a niche, he's making money, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Making money and quitting the job. I think that, I think that, I think the most amazing thing I've seen was this little 15, 16 year old kid. He's one of those uh, influencers. He has all the little funny stuff on the, on the internet. And on Instagram and posted here, posted there, right? Well, he's making millions and millions of dollars, man. So, but his dad did, or his mother didn't know it. So he walked in his bedroom, his father's and mother's bedroom, and told him, you got to go to work today, and gave him a $250,000 check. <laughs> it's 15, 15, man. Uh, it's crazy. Beyond crazy. Beyond crazy, man. Yeah. I'm going, yeah. holy cow. It just, huh? It just, a, it just takes a couple of people to push a button on their phone or, you know, to, to keep the algorithm going, you know, and, and that person, you know, that person makes a million. Yeah. That's all it takes, man. Do something stupid. Yeah. Stupid funny. I think the scariest thing I've seen, man, a, a dude, a dude pulled a gun on his girlfriend because she got a prank call on his phone, on her phone. Okay. He locked and loaded on her, man. Who is that? I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't really die on a phone call. <laughs> did, did you hear about that um, that incident in um, in Christchurch, New Zealand? Uh, probably about two years ago. Two and a half years ago, just before COVID, yeah. uh, there was an Australian guy, a white Australian guy. He came, he came to New Zealand, and this guy was locked and loaded with fucking uh, semi-automatic rifles, uh, full automatic rifles, um, full body gear, uh, tactic uh, helmets, um, everything, and he had GoPros attached to him all over on his gun, on his on his helmet, and he just went into all the mosques, uh, these Muslim mosques. Uh, and he just shot all all these people dead. Like, and and he was live streaming it on Facebook, and you know the, the videos went viral all over. Wow. Um, yeah, the 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 cop he's sitting in jail now. The cops caught him, um, but it was man, it was it was hectic. Like I I saw the video like just a few days after it happened. I was sitting in South Africa. Mm. Um, this guy. No, he went straight into into the church. These people are kneeling down praying, and you can see them, like on on, you know, getting shot, mm -hmm. like bullets going in them all over. It's, it's 
uh, like kids, small, small children, women, men, just getting shot. That was, that was wow. Insane. Wow. That's amazing, and, man. Huh? And, and that, you know, that, that happened in New Zealand. That, you know, New Zealand, that's a country with, with very, um, how can I say, very petty crime. You know, it's, not, it's not a violent uh, yeah, yeah. You can walk down the streets, not worry about much. Yeah, I mean, we we uh, we sleep with our sliding door open, you know, at night, so our animals can go in and out of the dark, you know, through the night. In mm-hmm. South Africa, you just can't do that. You know? Okay. Yeah, I'm following you. I think I'm following you on uh, Instagram. I, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I'm not a lot on. But uh, like I, I just post a couple of TikTok videos, just just comedy videos, like um, uh, you know, I do a couple of funny videos, and uh, it's just for humor. Uh, and I, I try and like update Instagram for my friends. Okay. Okay, that'll work. Well, yeah, man, I'm just being blown away by this everyday uh, 23andMe. Ancestry. I'm finding new people every day, man. I'm still blown away by having one family member in uh, the Auckland. <laughs> this uh, is. Uh, is huh? Say again. Is that a website? Is that a website? Twenty-three and me. No, no. This is a DNA ancestry. Uh, you had to. You had to. You had to get a kit. And they give you a special number, and you put your saliva in this tube, and uh, then uh, and then uh, send it off, and they trace your ancestry. Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I found uh, I, I got five thousand family members, man. <laughs> five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually always wanted to uh, like do a family tree, you know, see how far back it can go. Yeah, that uh, the one guy I met on here a couple of days ago, he has traced our family all the way back to 538 AD. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of research. Yeah, he's been doing it for 30 years, man. Thirty years. I'm going holy cow! In thirty years, he's found fifteen thousand names. Fifteen thousand names. Wow, man! Yeah. And and uh, yeah, that's a that's a whole lot, man. That's a whole lot. That's a whole lot. Yeah, I'm going holy cow, you know. Yeah, beyond insane. You from a big family? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, we originally four brothers. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, my, my parents got divorced and remarried and, and had uh, siblings with their second wife and husband. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, my count is four or five. So, we, we are eight brothers and sisters. Um, and then I've got like my. My dad's side has got like a, a lot of uh, brothers and 
brothers and sisters. I think there were also five five brothers. Mm. So five brothers, one sister. On my mm. side, there were four sisters. You know, so they've all had kids, and uh, their kids have had kids. Uh, quite a big family. Wow. Well, my, my, my mother and father, they had a big family, but we don't know. My father didn't see his oldest brother for 35 years, man. And then he went to see him. And then three months after he went to see him, he died. Yeah. And I'm talking a bunch of family members. This is why I did this, right? And I'm, I'm be preaching this, right? Everybody who is related should know one another. I'm a firm believer the reason why we have the special needs people is because of inbreeding. Oh, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, because there's no way you can be in the same town all your life and you got family members there that you never met. My father's people live two, three miles away from me. I don't know no one past his niece. And they got kids. They got kids. And I never met them. And they still in the same hometown. Wow. I actually... I, I, I watched a documentary the other day actually called Our Father. I don't... It's called what? Our, our father. Uh huh. Um, so basically, it's a, it's an American documentary. Um, it's about this doctor that that helps his woman uh, with um, artificial insemination. Yeah, yeah. We just talked. I just talked about that with somebody today. Yeah, and he was the he was the inseminator. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he did all of the the whole town. Had his kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was sad. <laughs> Absolutely sad, man. So I do, huh? Yeah, he did the whole town ever since he was the doctor, man. Cause he had in his brain that since his sperm was that of a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> What, other, what else uh, a parent want? You got a doctor sperm, you know. <laughs> and he was a little—he was this little chunky, fat doctor. <laughs> and all these kids, all these kids running around looking alike, man, in the whole town. Now, how you gonna do that? You know what I mean? That is wrong. That is wrong. Yeah. And so I am doing this podcast specifically to prevent us from uh, inbreeding as my family. Because 5,000 people actually equals 100,000 because they got brothers, sisters, kids, nieces, nephews, uh, grandmothers, great-grand-aunts that I've never met. You know what I mean? Yeah. So five times 500, you know what I mean? 5,000 times 500 is a whole lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. 
and they don't know each other exists. That's the that's the killer. They don't know each other exists, man. I had over 30 people that are registered on 23andMe in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm sure as I'm talking to you, they don't know that they family down there in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. All of them right there. Third, fourth, fifth cousins. Whomever my fourth and fifth great-grandparents were, they made a lot of babies. They were they were Caucasian. I'm trying to figure out how I became black. My fourth and fifth great grandparents are white. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I got to figure out how I became black. <laughs> kind of stuff interests me I, I would love to go back and, and like do a family tree on myself and see how far you know how, how far yeah jump on the uh jump on the uh 23andme there's a family search dot that uh org there's a family tree dot com you know what i mean it is a, it, it i i think everybody of the same bloodline should have their own little stamp that they put on the back of their kids, on the shoulder, you know, just something about the size of a quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And everybody in that bloodline, when they are born, even all the aunts and uncles and whatnot now, they get that they get that same mark. And whenever you meet somebody, you get to trying to date because you went off to college. You say, "Hey, uh, let me let me see your birthmark, right?" And there it is. You got the same birthmark. You can go, "Hey, we cousins," and you won't have to look at Vicky like that no more. <laughs> you, I was a minute away from dating my dad's great niece, man. Never met her. We grew up two miles away from each other. My dad's two brothers married two sisters. Wow. Yeah. His two, his two, uh, his oldest brother and his uh, brother under him. No, his two oldest brothers, yeah. Married two sisters. One had two kids and one had five kids with one sister. And I don't know any of their children. And they live two miles away. Ain't that some? Yeah, it's, it's, it's important, you know, that, uh, fam like, I mean, with, with my family, like, it's, it's so big, you know, so everyone gets involved, you know, and, and uh, gets busy in their own life that no one, you know, no one, no one keeps in contact. No one said, hey, here's the next addition to the family. Let me send everybody pictures. Let me send you their names. Let's put them in our family tree. My mother passed in 2018, taking everybody's name on her mother's side with her. None of the kids knew it. None of her sisters knew. She's like, I don't know. Your mama, your mama knew them. My mother had one of her her great nieces uh, 
come and live with her right before she died. Nobody ever met her in the whole family. Only my mom knew her. And they would sit around and talk about this person, that person in the family. And her sisters, her sisters was looking at her going, we don't know who them is. That's yeah. sad. Like my, yeah, my, my, my dad passed um, now this year, and uh, I've, my mom's still around, so I need to I need to do this and uh, uh, you know have a chat with her and, and get some names and yeah, you know, far back. I get get, go far back as you can, man. Because I was I was blown away. I was blown away. My great granddaddy is a King Ramesses the third of Egypt. Okay. <laughs> Technically, I'm a prince. <laughs> Serious, wow. man. I'm a prince. Yeah. Well, you see, this is what makes it so interesting. Like, you'll find out stuff that you would, you would never think, you know? Never. Never. You know, you know how the African Americans got to America. So we all got separated. There's family all over, and you don't even know they exist. I'm meeting, I'm meeting second, third, fourth, fifth cousins on here now. Never heard of them. And and the majority, huh? The same, uh, like, like for for the white folk in South Africa, like yeah, they weren't they weren't the native people in South Africa. You know, they, they came down from Europe or, or yeah, the Germans. So, yeah, so it, it'll be interesting to see like where you know where I come from, basically. You know? Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Right. And you can find that man. It, it, it is absolutely amazing. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> and you know who Muhammad Ali is? Yeah, yeah. He's my fourth cousin. Oh, wow. <laughs> fourth cousin. I just want to say, I, I've, I've watched so many Muhammad Ali, uh, you know, fights and videos on, on that man. He was. He was so incredible to watch. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the movie, like Will Smith, you know, acted as him. So I, mm -hmm. enjoyed, I enjoyed it so much, really. I did. Mm. Yeah. Holy cow, man. I just found that out about two weeks ago. And I talked to the, his, his uh, third cousin. He didn't want to text me. He said, "Yeah, this is this is your third cousin." <laughs> and he sent me this big old long paragraph and said, "Yeah, you're related to Muhammad Ali. You're his fourth cousin." And he had he's another genealogist that we have, and he uh, he um, been doing it for thirty years. Damn. Yeah, I mean it, it hooks you, man. It hooks you. I am just blown away. I am just wow, tornadoes away from what I'm finding out. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've got to, I've got to tell you this. You, 
you've definitely um, you know, sparked my interest. Now, I'm, I'm going to get on the phone to all my family members. I'm going to start getting in. That's the noise in the background. Oh, that's my, my city. I'm in Virginia Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, do that, partner. You, you, you just... You could have folks right there in, in New Zealand that you could be related to that can get you the job you've been always looking for, man. Absolutely. You never know. I mean, you never know. You never know, man. <laughs> it's like it's like playing the lottery. Everybody's talking about, well, you'll never win. I guarantee you 100 million percent you would never win if you never play. I guarantee you that. You, you know what I mean? Catch the fish in the water, right? That's right. That's right. And I'm here to tell you, man, it's just been it's just been blowing me away daily, daily. I get I, I go in there and I find a country like I'm gonna have to tell my tell uh my uh my cousin over there that I'm talking to somebody in New Zealand, <laughs> and I, I I put an arrest warrant out for him. So they, he might be arrested by a family member. <laughs> tell him a stranger might walk up to him and tell him, uh, tell him uh, that uh, his family member is looking for me. <laughs> looking for him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, so if you... If you get this going, man, the twenty-three and me—I don't know if you can get it over there in your country. I don't—I don't know. But the twenty-three and me—they—they they give you a web page. They set your pictures up. They set your profile up. They just set you up good, man. Okay, now I'll—I'll I'll, I'll definitely look into it. I'll check it out. It's, uh, it sparked my interest like quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, it's always been something on the back of my mind that I've always wanted to do. I've always, always wanted to know where have I come from? How far back can I go? You know? Yeah. I've never met or heard of, you know? And um, yeah. it's always been an interest. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, uh, Anyway, sir, this has been a, a very awesome conversation. I've enjoyed it quite a lot. Okay. Uh, I really appreciate you stopping in. Okay. I've got you on follow yet, so when I see you up again, I'll jump on. And, okay, uh, I appreciate you. And I, you maybe you can update me and tell me how your, your search is going, okay? I'll definitely do that. All righty, boss. You be good. Uh, appreciate you. No worries. Cheers, buddy. All righty. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, ciao. <laughs> New Zealand. So I was in New Zealand. Hey! Got somebody in New Zealand. New Zealand, New Zealand. Z-E-A. <laughs> New Zealand. 
Yes, cousin Dennis Flynn. I was uh, talking to somebody. Yeah. Hello, cousin. <laughs> I was just talking to someone named This is something. told him I'm talking to my cousin I'm talking to my cousin Denny Flynn about my new friend Garrett in New Zealand yeah, look for you <laughs> you have a family a restaurant Arrest, arrest warrant. Maybe a, uh, a out <laughs> for you. <ya. laughs> yeah, I sent him a hello in April, and he ain't responded. So he's out there. You're my fourth cousin there, Dennis Flynn in New Zealand. Hello. 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 Yeah. The Auckland Islands. Yeah. Let me see what it is. Australia. Melbourne. I sent you a hello. I know I did because I... Hello. Yeah. She only <laughs> she didn't respond back. Hello. That's a net Kalawaiski. Kalawaiski. Hey Badir, you still there? Mm, see if Badir is still here. How you doing, Badir? I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite you as a speaker. You still there? No, Padir ain't there. Capable God, you still there? How you doing, Capable God? How you doing? Fifty breakfasts. Are you in? Are you in the house? I wish we could save who we follow. We save who we can follow, man. Yeah, that way we always have. Let's see. F1 Grid, you back, huh? You back here? You ain't, you ain't still out there, are you? You gone. I ain't gonna invite you as a speaker. You can come up if you want. 
Absolutely amazing. Garrett, I hope everything is good with you there, buddy. Really appreciate you stopping in. Alright, capable guy, I'm going to invite you one more time and then I'm going to call it a day. Alright. Yeah, I really appreciate you. Really appreciate you, dear. Thanks for all the likes. Yep. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for stopping in. Da 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 da. But dear, I hope everything is all right with you. I'm following you on something. I don't know what it is. Your profile on podcasts or whatever. So I'm following you. Okay. I'm back live. Excuse me for burping and burping. All right. I got to get off here. I'm at my my minutes here. But I do appreciate everybody stopping in. Y'all take care. Don't hear an hour and a half. All right. That's good. All right. Give me a countdown. All right. All right. Peace out. Ten. Six. Five, three, one, boom.